We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's three guys who combined to play 15 seasons in the National Football League trenches. Well, two guys. And Mackey, who didn't do sh- he just, he just sits there and looks pretty. This is the O-Line Committee. America, where a fan gets to lob questions at two former NFL offensive linemen, please click subscribe and the like button on the O-Line Committee YouTube channel and give us a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple Podcasts if you could. Phil, Jeremiah, Alex here for some dumb football questions. Um, I don't know. Do you want to make Jeremiah uncomfortable right now or wait till later in the episode, Alex? What? I want to do it right now. I have what? a great proposition. What do you listen, want? Listen, <laughs> Ver and Bear are like the same age. You move up here. I will coach Ver in football, dude. <laughs> it is. I just signed Bear How up. How can for you flag. turn down an offer like hey, this? I, I mean. just signed Bear up for flag for NFL flag for EP, and I'm his coach. And I think Ver should be up here. I mean, he should join the team. We would coach them first of all. There'd be oh, just wow. no you. Saying, dude. There'd be just no you. Because I would saying, not be able to dude. sit over there and watch you coach as I just come sit there on, come, come over. up my ass. You need to get up here, dude. <laughs> I know. It's I know. Possi- it's a possibility. Listen. Oh, possibility. oh. Not we might be doing these soon, all together. Uh, uh, but uh, it could be in near future. I'm not I'm not 18 taking months? it off the table. Eighteen <laughs> months? No. Twenty four? I have a twelve week old. Are you an idiot? I'm not going to move across the country with a 12-week-old. It's not across the I country. I did it every it's year like, like in football. I just took a nine-hour drive for a family reunion with all three kids, and I wanted to put it in the ditch more times than I can count. <laughs> so, yes, driving across the country hey, hey. is meaning leaving state bounds. But this okay? is the last time you have to drive because you've mostly been driving up here. You come here. This is where you drive to. And I feel no. like it's been – I know, I know. I'm just, I, I need, listen, we'll I get need there. my friend. We'll get there, okay? okay. We're working okay. on it. Okay. I just feel like, I mean, he brings up some good points. You know, I, I feel Dude. like the, the Twin Cities could be the mecca for football content going forward. O-line destination. You know, get, get the agency to the next level. By the way, Alex, when you, uh, when you coach youth football, do you guys have, like, technology, headsets? Do you have someone up in a booth? No, like, what's, no. the, what's the situation? No. no, it's me in the huddle, and it gets, it gets heated at times, you know? <laughs> oh, like, you don't say. If the mesh route doesn't do the mesh part, I'm like, hey. <laughs> We just wasting everybody's time out here today, yeah. huh? Huh? We don't like the hell out of my auto. No, it's great. The kids are awesome. They, I, with the, the football up here is actually really fun. The kids are great. They're super transparent with stuff, and it's uh, that's why it's like with with Bear and their age. And when you do the flag, you're just out there having fun with the kids. You're just basically, like, dude, you handed it. Mind you, let me tell you for the listeners out there, they're four. 
Yeah. They're, four, they're four-year-olds. You're four-year-olds. Right? So you're like, hey, Brian, so hand it off to Trevor. four-year-olds to do yeah. a mesh route. Oh, no, no, no. This is the 11-year-olds. Like, when my 11-year-olds don't do it, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, hey, we practiced this for like three hours the other day. It's the only thing we practiced. We just <laughs> totally forgot to do it. Oh, coach, I forgot to step outside that inside. I'm like, three hours of my life wasted. <laughs> you're bad. You know what? Get out, get out of here. Who's next? Come here. Get over here. Boone reminds me, you remind me of a high school, I had a high school baseball coach one time. We were like a bunch of, you know, we were like juniors or whatever, or juniors and seniors, and we got beat in some game, and we're all like sitting outside, you know, like in left field after the game, ready to get on the bus, and he comes over. It was like a big game against a ranked team or something. We were just dejected. He comes over with this fungo bat on his shoulder, walking back and forth, and we're waiting for like a pep talk or something, and he goes, well... Not gonna bunch of not gonna let a bunch of seventeen year olds ruin my night. Get the hell on the bus. <laughs> no, hey, like, well, okay. I will tell you right now. Thanks, I am not like that at all because I took the best parts of the coaches that I had when they were like, "Game day is never a bad day. It's always a good day. We could get yelled at, but we're never gonna crush you." And at the same time, like when we lost the championship last year, I told all the kids I was proud of them. They went out there, they fought hard, they did what they had to do. But at the same time, I think we tell them the truth more than anything. And I think yeah, they're losers what, ultimately. <laughs> Hey, you tell- if you ain't first, you're last, right? Ricky Bobby says it best. Yeah. Hey, it's funny, though, how like, and let's be honest, since we're on this conversation, let's talk about youth sports because I feel like this is a big topic right now, a huge topic. Yeah. And I feel like coaching has gotten so degraded and watered down and disgusting at the same time because a lot of it is just Timmy's dad trying to make Timmy the, the star focal point of the day. And you're like, that's not what coaching is. Coaching is to be out here teaching kids discipline, right? Like, that's why I feel like athletes are always such great workers because they're so disciplined. They understand how to work in big groups. They understand how what it means to have accountability and to be respectful and what it's like to put in a hard day's work and still appreciate the good times. Like, There's so many things that a coach is supposed to do and they're just not doing it anymore. It's driving me nuts because I'm like, you suck as a coach. Why are you out here? And at the same time, you don't even know this sport. What are you doing? Like, God, go home. It, it is kind of funny. Like, if you think about, you know, you're growing up as a kid, you get into baseball or soccer or football, whatever it is, you're just kind of at the mercy of someone's what dad. parent decided yeah. to sign up to coach the no team. Do right? It. All right, I'll do it. I'll well, do it. it. It also it just is learning how to take instruction from someone other than mom yes. and dad. Right, it's understanding how to look, be calm and listen, and understand that you're not always right. You know, and I, I've I've kind of come across something. Boone and I had this conversation with Mrs. Boone um, up at the dinner table. We were talking about how this generation of younger kids, right? We're talking about the 11 year olds, 10 year olds. Like we thought that like they just lack they lack the keen sense of competition, right? Like when we grew up, it was competed everything, right? It was basketball, horse, handball, wall ball like kick the can it didn't matter it was constant competition but with this newer generation and i'm gonna sound like on my soapbox here we know but like kids now get together and hang out and just stare at their phones right right like they don't compete they don't like they don't have this drive to just compete with each other and i'm talking about young males specifically you know if they show up and all they're doing is hanging on their phones and all of a sudden they go try and do an organized sport like they don't have that desire that drive of competition which i think is something that a good coach has to then get out of kids Right. You have to teach them how to compete the right way, right? Not competing for me, competing for we, right? The betterment of the team, the betterment when, with this Instagram and Twitter and NIL and all that. Like, all these kids are seeing is the me. Like, I want to be Patrick Mahomes. I want to make all this money. Like, and it's this lack of, no, we're doing this for the betterment of the team. Shut up and do it because you may not be the star, but it's for the greater good. 
And I think right. that's a big piece that's lacking in today's youth sports. That's something that my wife and I talk about and a lot of former athletes talk about because that's something that can't just disappear. The second the, the we disappears out of a team competition, it's just dead. Like right. it, it no longer matters. Yeah. I agree. And not only that, but it's easy for a kid too to be like, I'd rather just go home and sit on my iPad or I'd rather go home and sit on my phone as opposed to like, I feel like we obviously didn't have that, but even more so, like, when we were in the league, we saw guys like that. Like, I'd rather just be in the locker room on my phone, and you're like, but you can't, stupid, so shut up. Like, well, you just can't leave about, the meeting room. You know, and what none of us are – I think – am I the oldest one here? I'm 38, and you guys are in your 30s. mid-30s, low yeah. 30s? I'm 30. I'll be 32 in August. So we're not, we're not, like, that old relative to no. – but it, it's amazing how the generations have, have changed. And, you, like, you bring up – I'd rather be on my phone, for instance – there's so many more ways now to just get like a positive quick dopamine hit or some positive validation that didn't exist even when we were kids. Mm-hmm. I remember, hell, my dad was born in 1942 and grew up in the 50s or whatever, and he would tell stories that, you know, pretty much every day in the summer, I would just go to the park down the street. There'd be like 50 other kids, and we would just play pickup baseball games. And yeah. I'm like, you would go to the park, and there'd just be like other kids hanging out without parents or anything? It's like, yeah, that's like the only thing there was to do. Yeah. Right. So and now it's like if you don't want to go play sports, or you don't want to or or if there's if you maybe if you're not the best player on a team or whatever, you can just sort of eject and go to your favorite, you know, online stimulation that gives you that positive. For sure. You know, I agree. You, and I you think just have to work for that stimulation, right? You had to beat right. your friends. <laughs> you, had to, you had to beat them in a game of horse or hey. something, and like that that was the best feeling ever. It makes yeah. you appreciate competition, and I feel like that's what made us appreciate the coaches that were super hard all the time, but the minute they let you in was when they were like, you're finally doing it right, or you finally appreciate the work that you're putting in. You're finally like, man, I got the coach's approval. I am uncuttable. This is great. Like, this is going to be <laughs> phenomenal. But it took forever to get there, right? Like, a ton of work. And the minute the kids see that, they're just like, ah. I want to do it. I'd rather watch a show. Yeah, YouTube. Yeah. I'm like, God, you guys. Like, it's bad when you drive down the neighborhood and see all the kids on the porch sitting there with their phones. You're like, dude, this is, this has turned into something really bad. We'll change it. Yes, we're I going think the, to. I think the Bring three of us. Up here. We'll yeah. change it. Ah, all right, here we go. Dumb all questions. Right, some dumb, me, some dumb football questions here. By the way, keep submitting your dumb football questions to us in the YouTube comment section. We stockpile them. Bryce, you're my favorite so far. People, oh, you got oh, we'll jokes. Get to Bryce. You we'll got get to jokes, Bryce. huh? We'll get to here. Bryce. I thought these were all Mackey's questions. I found out there really was a comment section. Someone's got jokes. All right, Bryce. I'm feeding them to Bryce so I don't get punched by Alex. Um, certainly not going to get kicked by Alex, but we'll get to that. Okay, uh, Cole Cole Larson chimes in here. Right, smart ass. What's the lo- <laughs> what's maybe I'm going to move away from Minnesota after that comment. <laughs> What's the longest, most complicated play call you can remember, and what does each element of the play call mean to the oh, common easy. fan? Could have been a million in G-Row system. I could pull a notebook out right now that could be like trips right, double right, two gun, two jet, X-Dino, Y-Vert, kill, 97 power, alert, 36 G-Tag, right? What? And so the the first part, right? Here you go. Wait, can, Jeremiah, wait, can Jeremiah tell me what all that oh, means? Jer- Jeremiah could easily tell you what that is. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, first part of it is formation, right? It's telling you a formation, right? So it's gun, trips, whatever. And then it's alerting to the protection scheme. So jet, right? So that's saying, okay, it's two jet or key or whatever the protection is. Then it goes into the route concept, right? The next dyno, whatever, that's the route concept. Then the kill means we're going to a different play, right? We're killing it to 97 power. 
right? So that's now past a run kill, two high versus one high. Is that like an high. optional kill? It's you're... two high versus one high, right? So if they come out and they're in two high, we're going to run it. We're going to kill it to the run play because they're single safety high. If it's in one high, if, it's a light, if they're in one high, then we're going to just say, hey, let it roll, let it roll, because now that's the passing, right? And then, so you're going to kill it to 90. So say we kill it to 97 power. Now there's an alert to 97 power saying, hey, if they're in this certain defense, we're going to alert it to this certain play because it's a good look against this defense. So there's three plays in one play call. All can be checked to at any moment in time. And then one the, thing the was, next time people comment on football players being dumb, by the way, I want you to soak in like the last two minutes and try and regurgitate that back right? to someone. Your yeah. well, fan I mean, friends. like I can remember my mind, like gun trips left 64 X salad G cross kill um, kills. What would it be? It'd be 27 Zorro alert 36 G trap. Right, like, so, so hey, and it's the check same it out. Thing. It's the same exact thing, one high to two high. And then that G trap, I was going to see if he was going to go with that, would mostly be for like a bear team, like a yeah. team that would pull up in a jam front. Like they would pull up a specific front on a certain rundown. And it was like, hey, we're not sure when they're going to run it, but when they do, we always want to have this ready because we think it's a home run. And he went with the exact same goddamn scheme. I love it. There's also a big, like a lot of alerts, like like hey, 27 Tons. power alert to the three technique, right? So you have to understand, hey, if they put the three technique on the other side, alert, 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 Uh-oh. and we'll flip it to the other side, right? Like, so a lot of those get tagged into them too. Here's a question on this because it's like obviously there's diff- there's some different languages depending on the different systems or whatever, but you guys spend from you know junior high through high school to college to the NFL, you wind up racking up. 10 to 15 years of just cataloging this information, right? Yes. I remember uh, old Macadac uh, played some fifth grade football back in the day, and the play calls were right, sweep, right, left, sweep, uh, sweep left, reverse, left, or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, they were like tech mobile plays. Just run exactly. that way. Right. So, so how, like, at what point does it get complicated in your football when it ver- gets- vernacular yeah. life? Like you're, at what point is it like, oh shit? There's there's studying year. involved here. Your rookie, rookie year, year you're NFL a lot, especially when like a like, and I don't know how much this happened with Jay, but like with G Rose offense, there were so many plays, but they had to be directed at a certain defense. So all of a sudden you get up there and he'd be like, hey, we're gonna go gun trips right, thirty four swim o, and like we needed a four eye, and if the four eye wasn't to the right side, he could just get up there and go, hey, orange, 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 and that instantly meant thirty five, and the whole formation would flip, and it was like. Everybody had to know that that one call orange flips everybody around because Jay and I have been in there when they don't get the orange call. And then the guy's over here, and then he tries to hand it back over this way, and then bad things happen. And it's like, we weren't ready for that. I and mean, it's, it's so, so much lot. of it, so much of it too, is from the simplicity of what college offenses are. Right? Like, yeah. You're, you're looking at college offenses now, and they run up to the ball, and hut, hut, hut. And then you see 11 eyes look over <laughs> to the sideline. And some idiot holds up a card with like a rubber ducky and a ducky. Like a, oh, a it's super, rubber duck! It's rubber Mario duck, guy. Brian. <laughs> rubber <laughs> duck. We're running rubber duck, right? And then they're all running that. Like they don't, Stupid. you don't understand the full picture. And in order to play offensive line or really any offensive position in, in the NFL, you have to understand the full picture. You have to know before, like that whole play call. Alex and I spit up. Like we would know walking to the line of scrimmage which of those three plays we were going to run For because sure. you'd look and go, okay, one high, we're going to kill it. Or too high, we're going to kill it. Okay, what defensive front? Oh, we're going to alert this. And we're hands in the dirt. And then the quarterback starts making the checks. Correct. But as a rookie, you're not doing that. As a rookie, no. you're running up. You're like, what was the snap count? What was the call? Was it on one? And then all of a sudden, he's like, hey, 
hey, kill, 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 kill. And you're like, okay, 27 power, okay. Then I pull, hey, alert, alert, alert. Oh, wait, uh, wide 80. Like, you're just swimming as a young player, right? You're just, you have no idea. And the other piece of it is if you're with a vet quarterback, like I was with Phillip Rivers as a rookie, and the first thing our line coach has told us in OTAs, he's like, listen, everything is live all the time. Like everything, right? Something we installed in day three of training camp. If Phillip sees the look that he likes and it's week 11 in Kansas City, he's going to check to it. And you yeah. have to be able to know what you're you got to know it. Right. That's, That's the crazy like like the guys who because now the top quarterbacks are playing until they're 38, 39, 40. They've racked up their brain their is operating at this crazy level, but they're playing with a bunch of 23 year olds who mm -hmm. don't know sometimes. Right. But they don't care either. And I'm telling yeah. you right now, they don't give a shit. You will learn my vernacular, or you'll go run routes for someone else. And that's this is why Aaron Rodgers is going to drag Randall Cobb Dude, all you. the way across America because nobody can learn it. It's true, but it's really true. Dude, he went to the it? Jets. He's like, "Hey, Jordy Nelson's still around." Yeah, so someone called Jordy Nelson. <laughs> see if he's doing anything. Oh God, who else we got over here? Mercedes Lewis. You could still walk, right? Come on. Yeah, yeah. And that, and Jeremiah makes a great point too. Is like one of the things is like you learn early on how much of football is off the field, in the meeting room, when you're studying, when you're learning. It came to me because our center was kind of old, and everybody knows I love my center, Jay Good. Like, he was my favorite. That was my dude. And we were we, – we would murder dudes if they touched him. We loved him to death. But he was not a good bender, and so he couldn't look back at Cap and talk to him. So I had to be the talker. And so that's when I had to start learning all this stuff, and I was like – this is so much more than I could have ever imagined. They were like, come on, young man, come learn all this stuff. You, you two together can learn this. And it was like, it just blows your mind how much communication there really is and what a zip and a zap and a zoom are and what a fly is and a flip and a flop. And you're like, oh my God. But it makes you, like Jay said, you have to get to this point to where as he's calling the play, you're almost seeing the play unfold in your head. You see them lining up. You see, this is the defense it should be. This is how many guys I should see when I turn around. Four. If I see five, I know we're going to an alert. If I see four and they're shifted this way, then we're killing. Like all of a sudden, these things come out of your head and you're like, you turn around, you're like, oh, hey, alert this. And he's like, dude, we haven't even gotten lined up. Ouch. They're in a bear. Yeah, there, there's certain quarterbacks that will alert it before he even gets to the line of scrimmage. Oh, doesn't even but care. There'll be quarterbacks that, like, they break the huddle. They see it, and they're like, hey, boys, kill, 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 before guys even have their hands in the dirt. Right. Yeah. Like, Just by a defensive lineman. What was – and you, neither one of you guys played with Peyton Manning, but what – No, but I met him. Great dude. Okay. And I've met dudes that played I know people that him. played for him, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but but he was dudes. another guy where everything's live all the time, right? All I mean, the time. he's just and he orchestrating would go to everything. He would, come in the, he would come in the Monday meeting rooms and change code words for the oh, week. Oh, yeah. Every week. Like, hey, last week white was live. This week it's orange. And he'd have, like, full lists. And if you if you messed up in practice, he'd just kick you out. You're out. He'd be like, you're not. All right, next. Who's going to come in next and do it? Like, it, it, he had I, no. If you dropped the ball, if you dropped the ball, he'd just stop throwing it to you. I knew the backup center, and he said that every week, like Jay said, they would flip calls, but he would never tell the backups. It was always the it starters the that got shot, it, and the yeah. starter's job was to relay it to the backups, and you know how that's going to go. I'm certainly not coming to a rookie to be like, by the way, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> it's got to be in moment. you got to bring it up to me because I'll totally forget <laughs> until I hear it in the play call, which is crazy too because we could hear a million things in the day, completely forget about it, and the minute you hear it out in practice, you're like, I totally remember what that was. Here we go. But he said that one time, he called like a red, and it was. He thought red was dummy, and like you said, he thought it was supposed to be a dummy, and it was supposed to be live, and he didn't snap it. And eventually, he was like clapping his hands. And it was, just, dude. I snapped the ball to him, and he catches it. And next thing I know, I get pegged right in the back of the head with the same. <laughs> Throws ball. it right back. He was like, "Give me a new center now." <laughs> I was like, dude, he goes, 
I wish somebody really would have told me that that was the live color that week. I was like, man, they no mercy, no mercy. But you have to think, those guys, and this is where it comes down to, like, people need to understand their lanes. When you're talking to a guy like Peyton, if you're going to waste his time, he's going to get pissed. Why? Because there's a million things to go over, and I don't have time to sit here and tell everybody what the live goddamn color is, right? Like, you got to find this out for yourself. You need to be a big boy and ask questions. And at the same time, if you're wasting everybody's time on the field, because we can only be out here for such certain amount of time, and if we're correcting you more than we're running shit we got problems and these guys have zero tolerance I mean even Sam at times and I thought Sam was one of the most respectful quarterbacks along with Carson but the minute you start screwing up on the field and you're in a live setting and you have the intensity of us and them and you're screwing up like it's a bad mix dude and it's one of those things where it's like these guys are going to be like hey that happens again you're out like we're not we're not doing this all day dude you are either in this fight or you're not it's really easy to like you see like receivers and running backs and tight ends and quarterbacks get benched for like turnovers, drops, whatever. Like O linemen get benched for misassignments. Oh yeah. Like, that's that's the fastest way to get you off the field as an offensive lineman is by not knowing what you're doing. Because A, there's usually a twenty million dollar investment standing behind you. And like B, if you have one guy out of the five that are wrong, the play is completely it's just completely everything's screwed. Everything's screwed up before it even begins. Right, so as an old lineman, if you don't know what you're doing and you don't know what all five guys are doing, you barely, barely make it out on the field. Dude, you in those situations, and we just came from a two-minute film breakdown, those are the situations where it's like, we just told you how chaotic it is, and if you're a guy that doesn't know what's going on and you're like, what's the call? I'm going to tell you what the answer is. It's deafeningly quiet because nobody wants to talk. Everyone's focused, right? I heard trips left. I know we're sliding left. I need to see my front. I need to think, is there a twist? Are they talking at the same time? What's going on around me? Like, And then you got some young guy who doesn't know what's going on. Like, what's the call? What's the call? Check count. You're like, check count. It's two minute, idiot. The minute he says anything, he's snapping it, you stupid ass. Like, God, I can't handle this anymore, coach. Just put a bullet in me. I swear oh, to God, yeah. now you get why I lose my mind so much because it's just the intensity level that we would take it to and then you get this guy that's like, check out, check out. <laughs> Shut up! Ah, move when I move. How about that? <laughs> Amazing. Uh, the next one here, dumb football question from Bryce Carswell at his own risk. You guys he, has a que- he has a question for Alex. And Bryce this is a writes, real question, by the way. Okay. I am reading this from Bryce Carswell. In the YouTube comment section, how hard was it, Alex, for you to play at the pro level with such small, weak legs? Did you make up for the lack of leg strength with balance or upper body strength? How did you manage to play football for 10 years with such you know, pencil legs, Alex? It's moments like this that you guys laugh at me that I'm really just laughing at everybody I played. I beat you with one leg. Dude, I had one leg. What you want me to do? I'm still beating ass oh, out there, dude. I was on the I was on the shitter reading comments, and I found that one, and I started <laughs> laughing so. Those are terrible. Freaking hard, dude. Thank you, Bryce. Thank you, but Alex, the the fans want to know with those chicken legs of yours. How did you How did you make it ten years in the NFL? Leverage, baby. Leverage. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the six foot eight kid says. Leverage. I got down there. No, I, I, <laughs> you guys honestly always thought I had these chicken legs, but I kept up with everybody on squat day. Like it never was an issue until the See, end when I was like, oh, I need a real. The sensitivities coming out. I know there's this is soft. This <laughs> My is... legs aren't that bad. Are I'm gonna oh, take God. a breath. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, right. I was. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> 
All right. Well, let's uh, let's, let's, let's let's turn our attention to Jeremiah here. Uh, the next question comes from me. Actually, this is my own question. How many little kids could you beat in a game of tug of war as a former NFL offensive lineman? Tell you it's not 15 because I found that out the hard way this week. Did you really do family reunion? Right. Family reunion. My aunt texts me like a month ago. She's like, hey, all the little cousins want to take you on in a game of tug of war. Like, would you be willing? I was like, I mean, yeah, I'll try. I was like, how many of them are there? Like, oh, there's 15 of them. I was like, 15? And how like, old are, are they? What are like the range age ranges? She goes, well, from 3 to 15. Oh, the 15-year-old. The so there was a 15-year-old, a 13-year-old, and an 11-year-old. And I was like, no, there's no way. And I tried. I tried my hardest, dude. I, I warmed up. I was like, I need a 15-minute warm-up. Like, I was like, because I'm going to hurt myself if I don't. I was dude. like, so I'm, I'm doing high knees. I'm stretching. Dude, those kids dragged me across the <laughs> ground like I wasn't even there like I was Stop, like initially, right. so initially I was like okay the thought process in my mind was like as soon as dad lets go of that rope and he says cool I'm just gonna yank as hard as I can to try and get some of them off balance right I stare across the rope and those little suckers put the three smallest little kids right at the front right there's the three-year-olds my daughter's like gnawing on the rope like there's like they're just standing there I was like dude I can't just knock these kids over and then just get them all trampled right so I was like okay I'll just try and sustain initially and then start pulling nope the second those dudes i just start just getting dragged across the pool it was awful listen we're having a rematch next year you and me versus those 15 kids and i'll even let them i'll let them gain a year we're gonna we're gonna gonna gain you you just take the whole year getting ready 16 year old is an adult basically coach boone's coming we're, Dude, we're, it was, hey, it I'll was pull bad. that rope with you. Like, and like, I was initially, like, I, I initially, I kind of got him stopped and started, started, like, swaying, and I started doing the, like, pull and let go, pull and let go. And then after I did that, like, for, I was on for about 30 seconds. I was like, I'm going to hurt something. Like, I just feel everything in my body was just, like, tensing up. I was like, something's going to pop, snap, or rip. And I just let go, and all the kids went, nah. Okay, but, what yeah. if we, what if we, now that you've sort of felt, you've felt on the other end of the rope, mm-hmm. what, what the 15 of them feels like, what if we were to cap the age the age limit at like eight years double old. digits I, I think if you how many how many eight-year-olds or younger could you take in a game of tug-of-war 20 no 10 10 10 eight-year-olds dude you here, think about it all right so think about this this is how i broke it down for my dad because he was like hey don't hurt these kids when you're dragging him. i was like dad i'm gonna get killed i was like just think about it like say the average say the average pound of an eight-year-old is what 50 pounds yeah is that is that fair so you're saying that just initially say there's 10 of them that's 500 pounds of just body, right? Just body. But are you, are you pulling all 50 pounds? Do they know how to get all 50 pounds? Well, that's it what doesn't matter. They probably all don't have a feet grip. are in the ground. Dude, all their they feet are in the ground. Rip. It doesn't matter, dude. All their little feet are pushing against the ground as hard as they can. So not only are you pulling 500 pounds of body, you're pulling it against the ground. And then if any of them have any type of idea of, like, lean back, now you're, just, you're pulling, like, 1,000 pounds. It's true. A thousand pounds, and yeah, I'm 280 pounds now. Like, if I was back to 330 when I was playing, I probably could have gave this a run for the money. But at 280, I had no shot. You just I have nothing. Like, you have no lead in the pencil anymore, dude. I There's feel like we should there. do this at a field day. We should test this out. I should call Carmen's coach this year. You're only 250 pounds. Yes. So you're getting dragged like a. No. You're just getting dragged up and down the field. No, I can. Call He's him. got can those call long him. legs for leverage, though. Yeah, those, I think. You, no, you those, that it, strong upper it, body and balance. <laughs> He's got the balance of the strong upper body. Keep talking. Keep talking, Bryce. <laughs> see where they find you. I not see much of an imbalance. Well, I mean, you wouldn't be able to pick me up and take me anywhere. You just have to drag me somehow. <laughs> Pretty much. You'd balance me out. 
<laughs> All right, so you're saying 10. 10 I think I could take 10. 10. I could take you 10 could take eight-year-olds. I think I could take okay. 10 eight-year-olds. What okay. do you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I was okay. thinking more 15, 20. But we okay. need to stage this. We'll try. We need to stage I wanna, this for I, the I kind of want to be like, dude. It's harder than you think. Prove I'll it. tell you that. There's a video out there. I'll, get, I'll find it. And I'll send it to you. <laughs> Let us know in the uh, – here's a question. For I want people to think of what are other competitions we can hold against eight-year-olds I mean, I've seen people ask the question, how many kindergartners would it take to kill you? Like, I've seen that debate play out on Twitter before. If they get you on the ground, it's over. Oh, it's over. But They'll if you can, like, stand on. if you could like stand in a doorway and just, like, bah, 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 yeah. like, just kick them one at a time as they came, I think, yeah. you'd, I think you'd be okay. Yeah. But, like, if they get you surrounded, <laughs> if they get you surrounded, it's over. So like, your strategy, you're, you're approached by 50 frothing hey. at the mouth kindergartners is to find a door and find, find a doorway. doorway. Dude, it's just hey. like 300, Brace right? You, yourself. You narrow them into the heart gate, right? You narrow them in there so they're all just Think falling all this. over each other and just start popping them one at a time. Bear's going to be in pre-K this year. So 50 bears coming at you. Yeah, dude. You just gotta pop, pop. You just start kicking. You would have think to, bro. Would be, there. Yeah, it'd be a lot, man. But if they get you on the ground, it's over. Oh, like, it's over. They're just gnawing and biting, and yeah, it's a wrap. You gotta stay up. You gotta stay up. Uh, well, hopefully Bryce Carswell doesn't run into Alex at the Kowalski's grocery store down the street, or it could be bad. Oh, it's on. It's could be on bad Bryce. for Bryce. So yeah, please keep click the subscribe them. button and the like button. In, please, please keep sending. This has been super fun. I you can send, actually you can send us dumb football questions and just dumb questions in general, and we'll probably yes. just answer them on There's this a podcast. Great chance we'll always <laughs> answer them. Come on. And by the way, these dumb football questions episodes are also available on Spotify and Apple. So find us in audio form there. We've got film breakdowns on the O Line Committee YouTube channel. So. All right. Uh, if you want, and if you want to sign your kindergartner up for one of these uh, <laughs> gladiator wars, let us can, know. Let us let know. Us know. <laughs> See you guys. See ya. Whether you're a world class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well being and proper recovery for top notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.